Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Friday, October the 16th, 2020. As always, I give thanks to God for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, all of whom are connected to you directly or indirectly. And I say this again, all those people, places and things that are connected to you. You might say, well, Danita, I don't have any places or things. Keep praying, keep seeking God. And I guarantee you, he will lay, he may lay a foundation on your heart to to pray for uh, or to, you know, be a blessing to. He may lay a country or a city or state or a town that you are to intercede for. And definitely we know that God is in the people business. We also know that through foundations and organizations and through countries, depending on leadership and all of those things, God can bless and use those things to be a blessing to his people. So if we keep seeking God, we'll come across something and and, and God will just lay it on our heart where we need to either give to that organization, we need to pray about that organization or are places that we'll see where people are hungry or people are out of work or violence um, has gone to another level and we could be walking and God just lay that place on our heart and we start praying right there. You know, and it doesn't have to be a long prayer. It could be, Lord, just cover, you know, cover Israel, God, cover Pakistan, Lord, cover Europe in the name of Jesus. Whatever God lays on your heart, speak over it, pray about it. And watch God move. Um, I, I wasn't on yesterday, y'all. It's been a busy week for me. But can I tell you this? It's been a productive busy. I know that I'm doing the things that God has called me to do. I know that even in the busyness, number one, I'm determined not to lose relationship. So I want to say that to someone. You might feel like, oh, man, I'm just so busy. You know what? It's okay to be busy in a productive way as long as you know that God has placed you wherever you are. The busyness that you are doing or whatever you're doing is for his glory and purpose in your heart that you will not let the busyness get in the way of your relationship. And that means my prayer time may look differently in this season. That means that my Bible study time may look differently in this season. But guess what? I'm, I am determined I can't afford to lose my relationship with God. Because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, can't anyone love us like Jesus? Can't anyone soothe us like Jesus? No one, no one, no one, no one, no one will be as good to you, as kind to you, as loving to you, as long suffering to you, as graceful and merciful to you as our God. So even though your time with God and what it looks like may shift But purpose in your heart that as God begins to elevate you, as he promotes you, don't forget about him and give him glory in everything that you do. 
because he deserves it. On this morning, on Friday, guys, you know, we do things a little bit differently. So we're going to, we're still in Ezra chapter seven, but I'm going to tell you what the Lord showed me as I've been listening to Ezra on this week, meditating and chewing over those last couple of verses. But one of the things that you will find in chapter number seven is that there are three scriptures that talk specifically about the hand of the Lord was on Ezra. So today, as we talk, as we um, get the word of God in us that we're going to chew on today and on this weekend. And if you haven't, go back and read Ezra chapter seven for yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Go back and read Ezra chapter seven for yourself. Chew on the word of God. Let the word of God savor in your mouth. Go back and read it again and again. And like I said, the Lord showed me this this morning as I was preparing just to have our talk today. And I'm going to read the scriptures about the hand of God and show you the revelation that the Lord gave me. And I pray that it be a blessing to you on today and on this weekend. But in Ezra chapter seven, it says right here in verse number six, this Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a teacher well versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord, the God of Israel had given the king had granted him everything he asked for the hand of the Lord. His God was on him. Second scripture. Verse number nine. He had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month. And he had arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month. For the gracious hand of God was on him. 10. For Ezra had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching its degrees and laws in Israel. All right. And then verse number 28, the B clause. Well, I'm going to read 28. Yeah, all of 28 today. And who has it has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all the king's powerful officials, because the hand of the Lord, my God was on me. I took courage and gathered leading men from Israel to go up with me. Three times in chapter seven, we hear the hand of the Lord was upon Ezra. God's hand, God's hand was upon Ezra. And the, the Bible gives us three different instances as a result of God's hand being on Ezra. And I believe that if we pray that God's hand would be upon our children, that God's hand would be upon our family, that God's hand would be upon the country, that God's hand, hallelujah, would be upon us. I believe that God desires because his hand is indicative of power. His hand is indicative, hallelujah, of his glory. His hand is indicative, hallelujah, to who he is when we say that we have the mind of Christ and the heart of flesh. Hallelujah. God's hand 
is upon us. We are literally praying for the hand of God, the hand of God to be upon us. So when we look at the first verse, when it said the king had granted him everything he asked, it was a result of God's hand being upon him. So the revelation is that when we have God's hand upon our life, upon the lives of our family members, upon the lives of our children, of those connected to us, that everything that we ask God for, according to his will, hallelujah, according to his perfect will, which is in his word, we are going to get it. When we have the hand of God resting on us, everything we ask for, it said the king. Now, this is the lowercase king, but I declare and decree on this morning, hallelujah, that the, the, the capital letter king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords will grant us everything that we ask for, hallelujah, as his hand rests upon us. As long as we are asking according to his word, you need, you need health and healing. Ask God for it according to his word. Give him back his word and let his hand rest upon you. All right. So the, the second revelation was that he had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, but he didn't reach his destination to the first day of the fifth month. And then the word says, for the gracious hand of God was on him, meaning God had given him grace for the journey. <laughs> God, hallelujah, had given him grace for the journey. He didn't reach the journey. Listen to me, y'all. He didn't reach the journey the next day. He didn't reach he didn't reach the journey the, the first month he set out. He didn't reach it the second month or the third month, but it took him the fifth month to get to his destination. But it says for the gracious hand of God was on him. No matter your journey that you might be traveling, no matter how long it takes for you to get there, knowing God has given you grace in the journey. So when the hand of God is own your life. No, hallelujah. You've got grace for the journey. Mm. Woo, y'all about to shout myself because I've been on a journey. I have been on a journey, but I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that I know that I know that I know that the, it's because the hand of God has been on my life. I've been able to endure. I've been able to go through. Hallelujah. Because of the hand of God. But the Bible doesn't stop there. Hallelujah. The word of God says that for Ezra had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching his, its decrees and laws in Israel. And I just believe that when we devote ourselves to God and we devote ourselves to the things of God and we honor him and take him at his word, mm, he gives us grace. He gives us grace. 
what did Paul say? That his grace is sufficient for whatever you going through. His grace is sufficient. So we thank God for his hand on our life. And then the last one, and y'all forgive me, but I just, that just did something to me. You know, it just did something to me when you know, when other people don't know, but you know what you, what you've been through. When other people see you and they see how God is blessing you and they see how God is putting you in places that you never thought that you'd be in, but yet they don't know about the journey. They don't know that on the first day of the first month, (laughs) hallelujah, that you started and you didn't get there to the first day of the fifth month. They just see your arrival, but they don't know the endurance of what you had to go through in between time. Hallelujah. But it is through the devotion when you say for God, I live and for God, I die. When you say no matter what, I may not be able to spend 30 minutes in prayer. I might just be able to say, thank you, God, for today. But God, I'm going to honor you on this day. And you don't let a day go by without saying his name. You don't let a day go by without giving him thanks in some type of way. Come on. I Can't nobody tell me what God can do. So that is um, the second one, the hand of God. And then the third instances, when Ezra said that it was God who had extended his favor on him, that had put him before kings and advisors and all the powerful officials, he said it was because of the hand of the Lord my God was on me. I took courage. <laughs> I took courage. And I believe That as we continue in this season and where we are now in this world, there are going to be some places that we never thought we'd be in. There's going to be some people that we thought we'd never even be in the room with. Like we like, how how do we even get here? We're going to sit back and think, Lord, how did I even get here? How is this even possible? But because the hand of God is on our lives, on the lives of our children, we're going to be able to speak to kings. We're going to be able to speak to advisors. We're going to be able to speak to presidents of companies. We're going to be able to speak, hallelujah, to, to unsaved people and go into places that we thought we'd never be, even in dark places. Even in dark places, because God is calling us to bring his people back. We are all ministers. I don't care if you've not been ordained. Do you know God? Do you know the word of God? Has he changed your life? Can you speak through your mouth what God has done for you and put some word on it? Can you be truthful and honest to a hurting person? Not about where you are, but about where you've been. So they, that they know that God can deliver, that God can save. Sometimes that takes courage. It takes courage to go in front of, of men who sit, in, who sit in high places. 
And it takes courage to go into the places of darkness to get back what the enemy thought he's stolen. There's somebody's child who's waiting for you to speak a word. There's somebody's husband or wife that's out there that's waiting for you to tell them the truth about marriage so that they can go back home. There's somebody out there walking around with a bowed down head because they're walking in condemnation and they're waiting for you to tell them that in Christ there is no condemnation. That takes courage to walk up to a stranger and tell the stranger, God loves you. Lift up your head. He's waiting for you to return to him. He's never left you. He's never forsaken you. It takes courage, but when the hand of God is on you in a way, you will have that courage. You will have that boldness to be in places and in spaces you've never thought you would be in. (laughs) So on today, meditate on that. Meditate on the hand of God on your life. Meditate on the fact that because you have the hand of God on your life, the king, not the lowercase king in Ezra, but the capital king, the king of kings, is able to grant you everything that you ask for. Meditate on the fact that no matter what journey you are on, no matter what journey the people that you're praying for are on, and no matter how long it takes, Because you've been devoted to God. Because you've made a choice to serve him above all else. Because, hallelujah, you're not the same person that you used to be. And every day you're striving to be better. Know that even in the journey and even in the journey that you see other people on that you're praying for and interceding for. That God has given you the grace to go through. He's given you the grace to be long suffering. He's given you the grace to intercede, to not get off your knees until the destination is met, whether it's for you or for somebody else, whether it's for a place or a foundation or an organization, you've got the grace to not let up until that person that place or that destination or that um foundation reaches the destination and last but not least meditate on the fact that because of the hand of god is on you you have courage you are bold and courageous when it comes to the things of god that you can that you can see yourself now where maybe you haven't been able to see yourself before but you can see yourself now in the room with 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 officials in the room with government authorities in the room with presidents and CEOs in the room with the the superintendent in the room with the commander and the captain and the lieutenant in the room with other doctors because you're a doctor too you're a medical doctor come on Deanna I speak that over my daughter's life 
in the room with, with judges and, uh, and other attorneys. I speak that over my daughter Delana's life. And that you can be in the room and in some of those dark places that the enemy would like to keep hidden. So that you can help bring those people out. That you can be that light in darkness. That takes courage to go into places that you know you're not supposed to be at. But you're going in because God has given you purpose and he's given you authority to speak his word in that place over those lives. Because his word says that he wishes that no man would perish. No man. So truly, I thank God on this morning for his hand over your life, over every listener's life under the sound of my voice. I declare and decree that the hand of God is over your life. Hallelujah. From this day and forevermore so that you will lack nothing. For every need, every desire, according to the word of God that you ask God for, I stand in agreement with you that he's going to deliver. I stand in agreement with every believer under the sound of my voice that no matter how long your destination has been, no matter how long it will be that you will reach it because of your faithfulness. To God, for he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So it's not a matter of if you're going to get there. It's just a matter of when. And I speak over every believer and listener's life in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. That you would be bold and courageous like never before. That God would put you in places and in spaces that you never never dreamed of. Because he is the God who was able to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we could ever ask or think. So I speak courage to your spirit man. I speak boldness to your spirit man. I speak the strength of God to your spirit man. And I speak wisdom to your spirit man so that you would know and recognize where you are and whose you are. And when you get there, when you get there, don't forget God. (laughs) Don't forget God. Be sure to give him all the glory and the honor and praise that he deserves. In Jesus name. Amen. I love you. I love you all so much. And I'm so thankful for each of you. Please continue to pray for me as I pray for you. It's a beautiful Friday. I pray that you and your family have a blessed weekend. And know, know that you know, that you know, that you know that the hand of God is on your life and on the life of those who have been entrusted to you. The people, the places, and the things. The hand of God is on your life. Bye-bye.